0: Hey, good morning and welcome. Trade war, currency war, to manipulate or not manipulate. That is the question. I'm Joe Jaquin, and I've got the answers. Our toll-free number 800 to 951 The website at www. Remember when you used to do that? When the internet first came out, www.allamericangold.com got everything up. We got the shopping cart up there. We got the uh, information on the metals plan up there. All the news and articles, and you got sent. You spent half the day out there uh, getting what you need to know out there. And man, what a! Really, think about it. Well, the last couple of months, uh, we were back in, in April. We were, oh, you know, the trade deal was done, and everything was great, and interest rates were rising, the economy, you know, 3% and all that stuff, and fast forward to today, and the trade war is now a currency war. Uh, the economy is slowing, and everybody's pointing the f- finger at somebody else. Everybody's shooting somebody somewhere. Hong Kong's on fire now, all this stuff. And uh, it's funny because yesterday, the Dow was down big, right? You know, 760-some-odd points. And, you know, you had the talking, oh, you know, percentage-wise, it wasn't that bad. We've had worse days than that, and we have. They're, They're not wrong. I mean, should we panic? No, you should never panic, right? Panic should never be. If you're truly prepared... There's no need to panic, right? Yesterday, if you had a lot of gold, you're a pretty happy guy. Matter of fact, you're happy again today because guess what? It's up again today, another new six-year high. Uh, Last night, so, you know, things happen quick. So, last week on Wednesday, we had the rate cut. And then the dreadful performance by Jay Powell. Really, a fireball offense, in my opinion. I mean, it was horrible he was absolutely horrible but you know don't worry because he's untouchable just ask all the other fed chiefs they'll tell you right that was on wednesday on thursday the president announces new tariffs on 300 billion dollars of chinese products right then you fast forward uh, the Chinese respond, right, hey, you know what? We're not going to buy any agricultural products, right? And uh, that's over. And then yesterday, their currency rose above 7 renminbi to the dollar. And everybody, I mean, everybody flipped out. And and last night, the Treasury stopped Secretary on behalf of the president named China a currency manipulator. And if you were paying attention to the markets early last night, like uh, five, six o'clock uh, mountain time, uh, you know, Pacific time, Arizona time, in that time frame, Dow futures were down five, 600 points. Uh, gold was up 10 bucks you know kind of uh 1475 right now it's at 1470 and everybody was flipping out again and then uh when the chinese market opened everybody was waiting to see where the chinese were going to set the price for the renminbi, and they set it Said it right where it was at, you know, didn't didn't let it go, didn't let it appreciate, or depreciate, I should say, more than it did yesterday. And that got everybody a little bit of relief. Not a lot, but a little. Uh, the Dow, after being down over 700 point yesterday, right now it's up 100. But it's been, uh, the Dow's been whipsawing around. We'll have to see how it closes. But is China really a currency manipulator? Now, there's three things that can get you labeled, um, three criteria to it. One, you got to run big trade surpluses, right? <laughs> they check that box, right? They absolutely check that box. Uh, and uh, trade imbalance, another box they check. And then the last one is are they uh, a buyer of their own currency? And yesterday, here's what was so ironic about the announcement of them being a manipulator. The reason why the renimbi broke above seven was because China didn't step in. In other words, China let the market decide what the Renminbi was going to be instead of supporting it, right? So today, uh, the Chinese stepped in to support it a little bit, but kind of an interesting, not quite what we thought, right? And I'll say this, if China does not support the Renminbi, in other words, they let the market decide where it should be, which you kind of think about, hey, capitalism and all this, right? Hey, let the markets decide. The Renminbi's is not going to be seven to the dollar. It's not going to be eight to the dollar. It's not going to be nine to the dollar. My, my guess is it would probably be somewhere somewhere between nine and ten to the dollar. So the Chinese government—it's not—they manipulate it, but not the way you would have thought. They're actually the ones that are supporting the renminbi to actually be stronger. It's when they take that support away that we're, they're manipulating the currency. Just thought I would a little education for you all out there. Patriot Radio News Hour. Got a great show lined up for you. Don't touch that dial. 800 uh, 951 And again, man, we have ran some such so many great specials lately. Today, uh, without exception, another fantastic one. Uh, my guess is this is the best price in the country. Uh, one ounce American gold eagles at fifteen hundred dollars uh, right now. That's just under thirty, less than thirty dollars over spot for one ounce American gold eagles at eight hundred nine five one. Zero five, nine, two, and we're talking about currency manipulation, but it's really the opposite of what you would think, right? You're thinking, oh hey, the Chinese are deliberately making their currency weaker. What they really did was make their currency stronger by supporting it, but they uh, in fairness, it is true they are pulling their support. Which, in, which is now causing the currency to weaken. But what does it mean? Like, what happens now? Okay, you're a currency manipulator. What are we going to do? I mean, we're already tariffing all the stuff they sell us. Well, you had to do a little digging. The, the relevant portion of Section 3004 I'm not making this up. Section 3004 in the Omnibus Trade and Competitiveness Act of 1988. you got to dig through the archives to find out. What does it mean? Well, guess what, folks? I, I know you're like, man, what are we going to do? We're, we're going to drop bombs on them. We're going to put an embargo on them. I mean, what? we're going to stop selling them everything. Uh No. Apparently, what it means is that the Secretary of the Treasury will take immediate action to initiate negotiations with the Chinese? Uh Uh-uh. Well, maybe maybe it's the Europeans. Nope. How about the Japanese? Uh Uh-uh. Canada? Mexico? No! They're going to go talk to the IMF. Yep, see... They're going to go to the IMF, and and, and they're going to tell the principal, China's not playing fair with us. You make them stop it. So there you go. There's the big uh, punishment in case you wanted to know. Uh, And you can find it under uh, Section 701 if you want to take the time to look it up. I wouldn't. Uh, Speaking of looking it up, hey, hey! How you doing, man? Listen, great show you
1: got going here. I got I'll throw my two cents worth in. Yeah, they... Now, Clinton... Remember, Clinton uh, designated the Chinese uh, currency manipulator. Correct.
0: 25 years ago. Which is,
1: it's like yelling at the... the, You know, reporting to the teacher. So, what's interesting is North Korea didn't care. Or China didn't care, but they had North Korea fire two missiles this morning. (laughs) And if you don't think... If you don't think those two events aren't related, you need to flush out your headgear, new guy. So, I mean... Cue the deer, I mean Kim Jong-un, go! Right, so what are you going to do about it? Well, watch this. Just to remind you that we have this little pit bull, the uh, rocket man over there. So now somehow we've gone from uh, touchy-feely, huggy, love everybody, China loves us, North Korea loves us, everybody loves us, to apparently they hate us. But this goes back to a show, a shortwave show that crackled through the night a quarter century ago. And a lot of you people listening, they're still here. I mean, it is amazing. Well,
0: there's a few less of
1: them. But this is when NAFTA was being put in, uh, Mickey Canner, Madeline Albright. The NAFTAMATICS. Right, the NAFTAMATICS. So, you know, we all got to thinking, going, well, you know, and nobody cared. When they gave away the intellectual property, guess what? They want it back. And that was the point we made. We are going to want this back someday. But if you know your history that it's the economic wars that trigger the military wars and i you know and i don't believe that's a war we could win so i've been listening to you. you're you doing a great job talking about you know the uh, the chinese laundry boy <laughs> you know the the uh, just the humble you know underdog just humble quiet we don't know anything not very smart and this is how they negotiate over there make no mistake about it so and they don't care if their citizens want to go on an uprise, fine. <laughs> go ahead. Have a nice day. We're not worried about being reelected, you understand? So they're already um, dealing with these problems, but then again on the other side, you know, uh, you got Hong Kong. You got them going crazy over there. And you you gotta go back again to a shortwave show a quarter century ago where Bill Clinton put the Bill Clinton put in the uh, policy of Hong Kong at all costs. And that's a direct quote. So, I did not see you learn something see? every day. Yep, that was that was the official government policy. That was their their news, their press. So So I don't know. Now, we talked about I was on 10 days ago or so, the perfect storm for gold. How do you like it so far? Now, ultimately, the uh the economic engine in this country, the debt-ridden economic engine has fired up again because You couldn't go down to the bank 10 years ago. I couldn't go down to the bank and refinance my house 10 years ago. All right? I I owned a business for 20 years. I had the money to pay off the house. But would they refinance it? No. Today, credit cards are coming in. My dog's pre-approved.
0: Hey, all right,
1: right. I mean, I, I'm waiting.
0: My dogs are still waiting for theirs. Right. It's all started again. The economic debt machine is running. So, I mean, but they're only like ten in dog years, so they got <laughs> they got another six more six more months to go. Or now, so. see, that's funny. So, when you get a thirty year mortgage for your
1: dog, <laughs> and but it every it goes one year is seven. That mortgage goes by pretty quick. So, I like that. So this is all fired up again. Now, once again, the golf courses are busy in Arizona. The restaurants are busy again. The refinance, miracle. The marinas are full. The boats are out there. We're having another, uh, you know, everybody's drinking the punch. What's interesting is we talked about the perfect storm that's happening economically. And for gold, believe it or not, has nothing to do with the equity market crashing. It doesn't. What it has to do with is the simple fact the liberals sold all their stock. They sold it all the day Trump got elected. Now, we all have liberal friends. Okay, I'll talk about Mark, my golf buddy. Right. Uh, yeah. A head of the HR department at a gigantic plastics company. Da, da, da. He, this guy used to tell me when I used to tell him to buy gold, he's like, you're an idiot. You know, you don't buy gold, you buy stocks. Everybody knows that. And you're going to get gold, you get gold stocks. Well, the minute Trump got elected, remember, he's going to crash the markets. The liberals sold out. They're out. The Conservatives held on, obviously. So now what's happened is the liberals have missed the huge stock market Trump run. I mean, they've missed it. So when you get Goldman Sachs coming out, doing a gold show... Okay, which is what they've been doing.
0: Uh, J.P. Morgan did it today.
1: Them too. Yeah. They have missed the run, okay? They are doing all they can. I mean, if you go back and, and go back 25 years ago again, this is why I came on to sit down, and replace a Patriot Trading Group with Goldman Sachs, it's the same program. <laughs> okay. This is what they're telling the liberals. So the liberals are buying gold. The Federal Reserve, okay, which... Interest rates—they can't sell anything. Okay, you can't sell anything. What killed the the great economic engine—the car—the car, the car market—the car dealers were murdered because they couldn't do zero percent financing because of the what was it—a one and a quarter rate hike or how much? How far did they? We take we, it? we got to two
0: and a quarter to two and a half. Yeah, but how much did they raise it? So uh, they, well, they've raised it eight times. Well, okay, they raised it a total of eight times right now because it was nine minus one. So it got to the point where even the fake zero percent, you know. Right. So
1: the, the when the interest rates are low enough, okay, the right. the, the car dealers can go well. We'll give you zero percent,
0: but they just buy the rate down and it's factored in the deal. You just pay more for the car. Yeah, when the ten-year note got to three and a quarter, they couldn't do it. Now, of course, the ten-year note's back to what one seven now. I
1: saw one seven five uh, early this morning, but it did hit one seven. Least I remind you, ladies and Germans, that at one seven zero. Oh, gold was 1900 when i was sitting here doing the show with joe and that wasn't you don't got to go back a quarter century so that was 2011 so the economic cycles are becoming faster shorter and much sharper but i believe in my heart of hearts with the perfect storm that the liberals are not going to have anything to point at the machines can run the equity markets they can run them so what you witness day-to-day Dow, if you believe it, great. And, you know, they have realized that people, and even to this day, you have the lowest
0: participation in the stock market through the public than ever in history. The yeah, least trading, of volume, trading volumes are nothing, and if you took out buybacks, it would really be nothing.
1: But it's the Dow Jones that makes everybody feel happy. And they know that they can run that, and Trump knows how to run that. I would look for the Dow to be well over 30,000 come election. Now, the liberals won't have anything to point at economically. They can't impeach him. He's getting away with everything. The China war, you, the, the trade war, if you watch it on Fox, it's like, hey, nobody's paying except the Chinese. When you watch it on CNN, they're like, it's a, oh, my God, buy gold immediately. <laughs> Inflation is running out of
0: hand. By the way, these gold eagles are LBGQT certified. Yeah, you have to yeah, do right, that. Yeah. Now. Right. Yeah. right, yeah. right. They, they they have no position about anything on
1: anything whatsoever. You know what? I don't think though really that it's fair to genderize them as gold.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can't See, we... then, yes, I don't wanna I don't wanna do that. This is a non gender this is a gender neutral <laughs> right. coin coin. Disc. Yeah. <laughs> Because you know, coin Bitcoin might get upset. You got to be really careful about
1: this. So, yes, get your discs now. Eagles is it? Is there a, is a female eagle like a goose, gander, uh, oh a hen? God. You know, is an eagle a male?
0: Is there a feet? Is a different seat? Well, you know what? Maybe the male's on the tails, but the head is a female. Okay, that should that should help the. So there's here.
1: not a there's not a a female
0: eagle. It's the head lady in charge on the backside. I'm not sure. Yeah, so I don't know either. So you really got to be careful with this. They'll shut you down. So
1: <laughs> there'll be lines of people going, um, you know, it's not fair to classify. Let me see. Male, you know the great thing? We didn't have this, okay, years ago. doing We didn't have the Internet when we started. To be able to go WWW. No, W-W-W- just go female <laughs> eagle. So, so I guess maybe the bald eagle, kind of like Joe. No. <laughs> oh,
0: boy. <laughs> I really maybe the female it eagles they, have hair on I them. Will I don't say this. <laughs> if I wasn't so lazy, I'd be totally bald. But shaving my head, you know, every couple of days, just I don't have that in me.
1: Well, I don't know. So there's bucks and I sows. Wearing, I don't know. Yeah, I see I'm you're awesome. wearing a racist shirt. I got my American flag. It's on an me. American flag. My uh back here, Uh ATD, auto mechanics. Excellent people. Fine, great patriots great shop if you're local here and you're looking for an honest mechanic shop they've been here since we moved in great people so i had my jeep service there uh, a couple of weeks ago and he put a trump 2020 sticker just a little square one um on the back of my jeep window and i was at the golf course this weekend now i'm retired i can do all this and someone had written Uh, Into the dirt on my back window. F you, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, (laughs) I'm walking. It's written all over. I'm like, what did I do? do? You know, I'm old. I'm getting old. I look, I go, well, I'm between the lines parking. You know, I didn't take two parking spaces. And I'm walking around. I'm like, huh. And then all of a sudden, there it was, a little. Three inch. Three inch. Tiny. You well, can't you see, see it.
0: See, now, three inches for a regular person is normal size. For you older folks, that's right. tiny Microscope. Oh, yeah, I couldn't right? see it. I had to get my face
1: like two inches from it, <laughs> and I'm like, Trump 2020. Like, how did this get on here? Now, I know better than to do that. I mean, you got to stand for things. and But, you know, I had put an impi- Impeach Clinton uh, sticker on my Suburban and uh, came back and literally had a broken window.
0: <laughs> yes, a broken window and a, a multitude of one-gun salutes yeah. as you were driving yeah, down the exactly oh, Yeah, exactly. So
1: so I don't know. Anyway, you're listening to The Blind Leading the Stupid. Thank God. The, uh, the Cisco kids ride again. We'll be back after these messages. Hang in there if you can take it. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative perspective since 1983, continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is
0: Phyllis Schlafly.
2: Today is the anniversary of the dropping of the atom bomb on Hiroshima. For years, the left wing has carried on a drumbeat campaign to convince people who don't remember World War II that Americans have guilt on our hands for dropping the bomb. Left-wing historians argue that dropping the bomb was unnecessary to winning the war because Japan was ready to surrender anyway. These left-wing historians have worked hard and written extensively to undercut the U.S. moral position. However, recent research into Japanese documents confirms that it was absolutely necessary to drop both the Hiroshima and Nagasaki bombs because the Japanese military was determined to keep the war going, even if it meant, as a Navy official urged at one meeting, sacrificing 20 million Japanese lives. The Japanese military ferociously resisted surrender, even after the two atomic bombings, even after Soviet entry into the war even when it expected the U.S. to drop a third bomb on Tokyo. Japanese historians in Kyoto have now discovered the documents that prove the Japanese military was steadfastly refusing to give up. The atomic bombings broke this political stalemate. Japan's chief cabinet secretary in 1975 said, the atomic bomb was a golden opportunity given by heaven for Japan to end the war. Without both the atomic bombings, Japan would have continued fighting, and that would have meant more firebombing of Japanese cities and a ground invasion by U.S. troops that would have cost millions of deaths. Hiroshima was the chief argument in the hands of the Japanese peace faction to force the Japanese military to agree to surrender. One of Emperor Hirohito's closest aides is quoted as saying, We of the Peace Party were assisted by the atomic bomb in our endeavor to end the war. Yes, Hiroshima incinerated many people, but the wartime alternatives were worse. Thank you, President Truman, for making the wise decision. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly
1: Report with Ed Martin, President of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. If you're busy taking
0: notes, you can stop now because these commentaries in written form and spoken audio are archived on the website phyllisschlafly.com, many recorded by Mrs. Schlafly
1: herself. If you're doing research or missed a day, just go to phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening and re listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Hey, you're listening to the Invisible Empire, the uh, Patriot Radio News Hour. How you doing? They, you know, I get to have to come on every now and then just to, uh, well, it's kind of like the old Jimmy Buffett song, you know, when they were poor, they had to shoplift to eat. So now that he's rich, every now and then he'll steal something.
0: <laughs> <Let's>, <laughs> just because you never know, you know, when you're going to have to have it, so. I said, don't lie, you got lost, and you forgot why you were even here. Oh, and, I know, and, I tried to get and, my and truck thought, oh, man, oh, we got a show, I got to do a show.
1: Yeah, well, there's a lot going on out there, so. You know, I gotta tell you, I've lived a long time in this world, and hopefully, I got a long way to go. But um, the you see on the television on you, you know the uh, the images of people throwing water on the police. Oh yeah, you ever seen anything and like that? Never.
0: disgusting.
1: And the police can't do anything. The mayor doesn't want them to do anything. They just show these guys dropping their heads and walking away.
0: Yeah, the police literally are. Hats off to them because. I couldn't do it. No. I couldn't do it.
1: If you threw, you know, I got to tell you, you, you know, anybody knows. If you throw anything at a cop, you ever see the Chris Rocks? Th- yeah. <laughs> what to, not to do when you get pulled over? That's kind of one of
0: them. Okay, don't, don't throw anything at them. Water, I mean, you'd get thumped. And oh, rightly so. Absolutely. And nobody would have thought twice about it. No. No. So That's so. what you get. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They got a job to do, man. It's all the It's you know De Blasio. It's the liberal mentality. Law and order is slowly disappearing, and you know you you mentioned it before. You know this is revolution. You know that's a, a word nobody wants to hear, but it's coming. Oh yeah,
1: we're going to see. And I'd said it uh, doing radio here earlier this year that we're going to see the uh, the cities burn around uh, election time. I mean, there's going to be mass demonstrations and riots that are going to make 1960s look like child's play. So just get ready. Do you see it going any other way? I mean, you, you see it going any other way? Now, I don't know who's going to emerge out of the dumbo drop the, uh, <laughs> on the, uh, the Democrat That's side. That's the
0: one saving grace in all of this is they have such terrible candidates. Ah, it's just miserable. So, But again, you know, just because you travel... A lot of, you know, when I
1: told Joe that Obama was going to get re-elected, he looked at me like, you're out of your mind.
0: Absolutely thought you were out of your mind.
1: But it happens. And, he, he, you know, when you travel in conservative circles, you think conservative, and you think the rest of the country thinks like you. Now, the same thing, Hollywood, when you travel in Hollywood, and you're in mansions, and you've got nothing but money, you know, I, I ran into a gal that my wife rented a house to who's a one percenter. I mean, drives, drives. It was a divorce situation. No, it was a death situation. Her husband passed away. She's in a brand new Bentley convertible. While they're settling the estates, she had to rent an eight thousand dollar a month home. Okay, and I poor thing, poor thing. And I, you know, and I felt bad for her. it. Really, is a tragedy. But I got to sit with her at a uh, political open house. You know peters they always do the i forget what it was we were watching some election results and i got to talking with her and she said to me she goes you know once people once people clear their first 10 million they become liberal that's what she said to me and i go well what do you mean she goes well they have to as just as tax structure
0: they have to donate x amount of it you know and shelter i guess i'm going to be a conservative forever i know
1: (laughs) So she said that to me in passing, you know, like yeah. Once they get past ten million, they all become liberal. And I'm like, well, you know, it makes sense. So now in Hollywood, same thing. So they travel. They think people want to hear, you know, at the Hollywood speeches, they think that the people want to hear the, uh, the hear their president, you know, run down and denigrated on television. We don't, right? The country's as divided as it's ever been, you know. And then you get to the electoral college. You had the gal on. Uh, Glenn had her yeah, on Ms.
0: Constitution.
1: Yeah, so I'm not working. I'm just been working out every morning. So now I listen. I get to listen to the American Freedom Network, and I listen to her about the misnomers and misconceptions about the Electoral College, you know, but uh, why it was put into place, and then you have the legisl- well, not legislation, but the ideas being bannered around to get rid of it. Liberals want to get rid of it, but it was put in for a reason. I mean, it's in there, so you can't just go in and buy, go to all the big towns and offer everybody a check if they vote for Democrats. And then, you know, ultimately, because of the population uh, concentration, the sheer numbers, there's just more people in smaller areas, the sheer numbers, they win by
0: popular vote. So... So yeah, it'd be like, you know, uh, Wyoming, the election has been canceled because nobody cares. Right. Idaho, right? It'd be a 10-state election. Right. 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 I mean, that'd be it.
1: People just give up. Yeah, Idaho, we have no yeah. what's Sorry. The point?
0: We can't. Iowa, our,
1: you're done. Our vote means nothing. Right. So.
0: You don't even you know what? It, it costs too much money to let you guys vote anyway. We got a budget deficit. We'll just skip you guys. We'll get you next time. We'll get course, you next
1: time. Of course, now, you know, running for president may be like trying to get the job to Skipper the Titanic across the ocean. So, who would want to do it? And why the, why, and I mean, Donald Trump cares about America, and I mean, when you read the things, he's a racist, you know, there was a song that I played here that uh, Jason played, I think I asked him to do it, Randy Newman, Baltimore. I think I did it on one of my shows. It's an old one. I've yet to hear anyone play it, but... You know, it's a. It was a song written in the seventies about how messed up Baltimore is, and to just go, yeah, you know, hey, Baltimore's horrible place. It's no secret. The liberals have robbed it blind. The rats are running everywhere, and I mean, they just just did it. Channel eight or PBS just did a whole thing on all the rat infestations, and the president brings it up, and he's a
0: racist. Well, so who, who was I forget who the. The guy in the house that represents that Baltimore district—they yeah. actually had him on tape in one, you know, saying the same, same thing. The exact same thing <laughs> like four years ago. You know, <laughs> I mean, literally the exact same thing.
1: And and he's an African American, so I guess that uh, it's okay. Then that makes him a racist. So now, now you've got. God, there's so much to talk about. There's so much, so much to address the tragedies over the weekend. Well, that was Trump's fault too. Yeah, I mean, but again, white supremacist. I mean, you see Cory Booker and everybody who comes out that these these I don't even know what to call them. You know the uh, the the scum of the earth.
0: They actually have invented this. I mean, there there's a few out there, right? We know there's a few out there, but this thing is a they're a dying breed. They, they got to be loving it, right? They got to be.
1: I mean, I don't. It's just nuts. So so I mean, it wasn't. I mean, the first thing on the Sunday morning news magazines. But, of course, the one guy said he wanted to kill Mexicans, right? right. So somewhere there's a manifesto. that I didn't see it. I mean, I don't know where it came from. And nobody really even knows. Is it fake news? You know? Maybe. Have you ever been to a Walmart, you know, near the Mexican border? They said there was 3,000 people in the store. If you're waiting to check
0: out, who wouldn't want to shoot them? No, I'm just sorry. So, but. <laughs> That's how I felt that dicks the other day. No.
1: But... Uh... But anyway, that's a great question. Yeah, it's nuts. So the you know vilification of of the white people is going to be an election pillar coming up here next year. And um, but you know it's interesting. I, if you look, try to find the names or uh, the derivations of all the shooters. Very hard. Ooh. Very hard to find. So they're saying, of course, it's all white kids. Anyway. The show can only get better from here. We'll be back. Yeah, Randy Newman, Baltimore. Jason, you ain't lost your touch, brother. That's for you, Elijah Cummings. I'm surprised nobody has played that song because it starts out a beat-up little seagull on a marble stair. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, you're listening to Patriot Radio Hour. Hamburger helper Eric Suderstrom sitting in. And uh, where are we going now? We were going into the shooting tragedies, man. I mean, you know, I don't know what you can say. And what can you do? Now Now they want to, you know, somehow try to figure out a way to legislate that if you think somebody's nuts, that you got to step in and, uh, you know, make sure they can't get guns. And they want to bring back being able to lock people up again. You know, you forget about that.
0: That's what they used
1: to do. They used to be able to lock you up. So, and I mean, you know... <laughs> You used to hear some stories years ago. on you know, the padded so walls and, yeah. the,
0: right, and all the horrors there. Well,
1: I know a guy got locked up who owned a gas station and a very successful business in a small town. I mean, there's the story. And uh, this was in the 40s and 50s, and the sheriff was dating his wife. So they locked him up, sold the house, sold the gas station, sold everything while he was locked up, got the judge to declare him nuts. Nothing you can do. By the time he got out you had nothing left so so i don't know how you do it but obviously there's one common denominator that nobody and i mean nobody really wants to discuss yeah the the opioid crisis they call it but i want to know what if you could get the medical records of every one of these shooters and find out what medication is the most common that runs through these kids because this goes all the way back to norm resnick on this station who was the first guy to stand up against big pharma he actually saved my youngest daughter's life because they said she was autistic because she didn't speak till she was three and then of course you know she's going to need all this medication and we almost did it i didn't know any better and norm resnick i heard him you know we got to talking about it and He made a huge platform that ADD was made up. These were made-up diseases by big pharma. They're going to just take an entire generation. They take the masses and drug them up. So nobody's got to deal with them. This is what's happened. Now they call it the opioid crisis. But these are the people that are now adults that have been drugged up since they were kids. And then, you know, what happens? You get hurt or you need something. Or now you got a painkiller on top of the opioids. And now you're drinking. And I mean... It's just crazy what's happening to society. Well, you so, think
0: about it. If you've had to take a pill your whole life, what's another pill? Right? Right. So what's you just another one? start piling them in. Right.
1: It is just tragic. So so here we got an entire society. You know, and I, I don't know. I mean, I, my daughter's college graduates. I mean, I talk to them, and these kids are all on medication. They're on antidepressants. And I said to the one gal, I said, well, let me ask you. Let's say, now you got a college degree. This was years ago. I go, you got a college degree. And by the way, they don't hide it. You can just ask them. It's so accepted in society that they all stand there. Well, they compare. These are, yeah, well, what, college, what are you taking? What are you yeah. taking? What are you taking? And I got in the, the, the middle of milligrams? I got in the middle of a conversation. Here's a beautiful young lady, sharp as a tack, medicated on something for for depression, with a college degree in her purse, and I said, Good well, job, what... You right. Know, right? I you said, know. what happens yeah, if you get your job, if you meet your dream husband and you get your dream home, okay, are you still going to need depression pills? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Never going to get awful. So... Interesting. Just crazy. So, they, you know, this is a whole society. So now what do you do? So if you find... If you find that... I guess if you're on medication, and, you know, if you're the entire generation, they said the problem... I heard this on Fox News the other day, that the economy is running great. I mean, the boomers, everybody's happy except the millennial men, the males, men, boys, whatever. So they're not participating in any of this. And I wonder how much of it is medication, video games. You hear the president say, we got to tone down video games. So you've got this problem that's really a symptom of something else.
0: It's like I said yesterday, when I was growing up, you got home from school. First thing you did was change your out of your school clothes into your play clothes. Second thing you did, you got your butt outside. Absolutely. So, so. you didn't sit in the house, get outside. It wasn't a question, right? My mother wasn't asking my opinion. My butt was going to be outside with everybody else. And guess what? Everybody else's parents, their butt was outside. But again, you know what? The kids are, don't go outside. The parents are busy working, right? No one knows what they're doing up there. And they're there. connected.
1: You know, one of the things that growing up, you know, all of us older folks, is we were alone. We had no phones, you know. Parents
0: left you alone. Nobody hovered. You were on we your own. Outside and, you know, we had one rule. It was real simple. Uh, dinner was at 6. Right. Get back. Streetlights go on. Yeah, you're getting your, your butt's at home. So
1: you could burn ants, start fires. <laughs> I did all that stuff. Play with lawn darts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whirl rocks at your little brother and call him grenades. You know, he did all that stuff. Hit
1: pop bottles with baseball bats. You know, all things that, uh, you know, what could go wrong? Remember the wood-burning kits? (laughs) Every every younger brother has a burn mark somewhere. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> go in the garage, get the gas from the lawnmower, put it in a coffee can, get some June bugs and light them on fire. Who these, didn't do that?
1: These are all things they don't do now. So, you know, if they go outside, they go out with their telephone. So so I don't know. These are all things. I, I, can you put the genie back in the bottle? Can you unlearn all this? I don't think you can. I don't think so. Was this part of the, uh, you know, the uh, seven objectives of the Illuminati and the... Communist Manifesto, you know about drugging people up and taking over everything. I don't know. It certainly seems to be coming to fruition, doesn't it? And the one guy who's trying to save and put America back, the president, is
0: the, the entire press, top to bottom, hates him. He's the most hated man ever. <laughs> I mean, I've never, I've never seen anything like it.
1: You remember, I said you could elect Mister Rogers and everybody would hate him. So, and they're doing a, a Mister Rogers movie. Yeah, Tom Hanks. You see that? Tommy. So they must be listening. You never know who's listening. Because I said I think I said, and I don't know for a fact, but I believe I read somewhere that he was a war hero. So, so we'll find out. They had, they must have made the movie for one reason. I guess so. When the movie comes out, we'll we'll find out. So I think he was a great patriot and a great man. And uh, you know, let's face it, he just wants to be your neighbor, your neighbor. <laughs> that would freak me out. <laughs>
0: He's <laughs> weird.
1: <laughs> What's he doing now? Oh, well, he's putting on a sweater and some slippers again. I think he's coming over. Final segment. We'll be back. Hey, Hamburger Helper here sitting in. Dirk Cedarstrom. Joe is, uh, well, he looks a little stressed out. I'm tired. tired. Today. I'm resty. That's hard, man. I do this all the time, so nobody knows it better than me. Wendy came in and said that Mr. Rogers had to wear a sweater because he was all tatted up. So I Googled it. It says, since at least the 90s, urban legends circulated claiming Mr. Rogers, a.k.a. late Fred McFeely Rogers, host of the children's television show, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, was a marine sharpshooter. Some even claim the television personality, known for his colorful sweaters, notched as many as 150 kills during the Vietnam War and wore tattoos on his arm to prove it. The viral rumor is false. (laughs) (laughs) That is not true. (laughs) That's fake news. Yep, it's fake news. So, anyway, well, hopefully when the movie comes out, don't wait
0: for the book. So there you go, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is going to be Mister Rogers.
1: How'd that happen? Remember when he was playing uh, dressed as a woman in that TV show? Who some
0: buddies? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, so what do we got here? We got gold. That's right. That's what Patriot does.
0: What we do? uh, Gold's up six fourteen seventy one. Uh, one ounce American gold eagles at $29 right now over spot at
1: $1,500. 29 bucks over for an American. We can't say, well, you can say eagle. An eagle American disc. American eagle Don't disc. Don't say American.
0: Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, for a disc right. of gold. Minted by the, the U.S. Treasury. That has to offend somebody. Yeah, that's got to be offensive. So Legal, lawful, constitutional, tender, that's offensive.
1: How is that possible?
0: Uh, pretty much we got the offensive one ounce American Gold Eagle for fifteen hundred bucks today at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The Dow cannot make up its mind if it wants to recover from the uh beat down from yesterday. Currently, right now though, it is up seventy five points. Beatdown.
1: <laughs> I love it. That's what it's crazy. It's down nine sixty at one point yesterday. Yeah. But again, you know, the liberals want stocks to go down. Well,
0: that's what I'm it's saying. It's never is, been this way in history. Big, is it a big thing? Are they trying to get the Federal Reserve to help them crash the markets and all that stuff? I mean, because that press conference last week, I can't get over how bad it was.
1: The um, For the first time in history, the liberals want equities to drop. They want to be able to come into the election and go, look, the economy's all messed well, up. They don't, they don't have all a all good candidates. candidate. That's what, They need something. Right. And the only thing they're going to be able to point at is go, look, gold's 2,500 an ounce. They're gonna run it. They're buying the spiders. You see the trading volumes in the paper now. Liberals aren't much for the uh, to actually hold physical gold, but they'll they'll buy the paper and the computer gold. Well, so,
0: ETFs are flying. Yeah, the gold yeah. ETFs
1: and the vol trading volumes. Watch them go by on your ticker. You guys got uh you know CNBC can never buy coins. That's what that stands for. Watch the ticker go by. So the uh, just every other tick is a is a is a gold fund. So. So you know the uh, well, this is what happens. But you know, just simple uh, economic cycles. They used to run seven years. This one's run longer than just about anyone.
0: So I think it's the longest now. Yeah, I know it was the second longest for a while, but I think we, I think it, it's either the second or the first.
1: And Bitcoin liberals love Bitcoin. How does do Bitcoin get to eleven thousand dollars? But gold's how much? All right,
0: uh, fourteen. How does a gold
1: electronic coin that they put up on the screen? It's gold. All right, it's always gold. Gets to 11 grand, but physical gold can't do it. (laughs) You wait. When this really does go and this is the perfect storm, take the time to add to your portfolio so Joe and his wife and kids do not move in with me.
0: (laughs) 800 951 0592. Please call. Please.